listening to The Regular Show with your host, Greg Boyer. Okay, guys, thank you for listening to The Regular Show. It is episode 42 I do apologize for the delay. We had some technical difficulties this week. Uh, a lot of stuff going on, you know, Halloween and um, other stuff that we won't talk about right now. But, uh, yeah, mm, all yeah. right. Um, we are going to do our top ten favorite James Bond theme songs. Uh, as everybody knows, or some people don't, might not know, I don't know, uh, Sean Connery passed away. And uh, he was 90. So, oh, yeah. Um, James Bond has always been a huge part of my life uh, for most of my life, I'd say the last 20 years. Um, and I just figured, you know, we were going to do candy, but uh, we'll save that for another week. Um, like, like a list about candy. We weren't going to like be doing doing candy, like injecting candy. <clears throat> yeah, anyways. Uh, we'll, we'll do our top 10 favorite candies on a different list. Uh, had to... Had to pay respect to the to the original James Bond, the OG, if you will. Oh yeah, OG JB. Yes. Um, we won't be talking about Never Say Never Again because that's garbage. But anyways, uh, it's not canon, guys. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, hope everybody's Halloween was great. Uh, I know mine was. Um, whole week was fantastic. Uh, can't can't have enough good things to say about it. Oh yeah. Um, it's getting a little cold out there, so uh, you know, hug hug your loved ones, get uh, get cuddly and snuggly and warm and all that shit. Ooh, woo, woo. Yeah. So this is the perfect cuddler, cuddling weather. Don't mind me; I'm just uh, out of it today. So um, yeah. I did not sleep well. I, yeah, I've been getting some shitty sleep. That's right. It's because I was busy beating them up. Yeah. So. Fucking asshole! Be, or no, Joel. Joel be doing some Monopoly. That's right. Oh yeah, we played Monopoly last night, gang. Yeah, Monopoly is such a fun game. Everybody <laughs> loves Monopoly. So, um, yeah, I don't know. You got anything you gotta say? Um, Halloween. I, uh, you know, you know, we trick or treated, right? I did. I trick or treated. I was dressed as. Uh, yeah, we didn't trick or treat. We were dressed as each other, though. Brendan the genius came up with a great costume idea. Oh yeah, we we uh, had some handy name tags on us. Yeah, uh, we just wore each other's name tags, and that was it. Oh yeah, genius idea. So um, yeah, I don't know. Let's let's just get right to it. Um, football's kicking our asses, so oh yeah. So that's kind of shitty right now, but we're only halfway through the season, so so we'll see. Maybe there's an uprising. Oh uh, yeah, good words. Yeah, but. Uh, Guys, I don't know, James Bond. You love him, you know him. Um, no Time to Die was supposed to come out this year. It was supposed to come out about five different times. Yeah, back in April. Um, it's kind of in a state of, uh, I don't know, purgatory right now or something. That's uh, right. Best word I could think of myself. Yeah. We're, we're hoping it comes out soon, but, you know, I understand the studio's got to make their money and... Uh, I just hope this doesn't put the future of James Bond at stake because I'm a Bond bitch, man. Yeah, guys, you know, back, 
back in the uh, days when we, uh, well, you know, be, when the, uh, shit, what was I thinking about? Uh, theaters, when, when they first had to close down, uh, they, they didn't announce that there was a pandemic. They just said we're entering James Bond limbo. Yeah, so, um, I don't know. If, if you guys are familiar with James Bond, uh, you'll really like this episode. If not, and you want to uh, familiarize yourself with him, uh, go listen to our episode with Chris, our brother Chris. We did a three-way and uh, oh, yes, talked yes. about our top ten James Bond films. That's episode 13. It was a two-parter, so check that out. Uh, a lot of fun, fun stuff, good times, good jokes. Uh, but yeah. No, yeah. You? you know, I, I love the James Bond movies, and, and I love most of the music, but they can't all be winners. Yeah. Um, I, I do dislike a few songs, genuinely. Like, just, eh, I don't know. I apologize for the whistling, uh... I don't know why I'm whistling right now when I'm talking. Oh, Sound like Herbert from Family Guy or something. No, uh, you got the old... I got a mint in my mouth, but, yeah. Oh, me too, me too. Got mint mouth, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you got the M-M, got the mmm. Yeah. All right. Got M&M, or Jack White, as some people like to call him. Uh, and uh, speaking of Jack White, uh, good good transition. You predicted my least fave song in the, of a James Bond song there. Good words. Uh, Jack White and Alicia Keys got that duo Another Way to Die. Uh, That's from, me confused uh, with No Time to Die. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, shit, there's gotta be some other, uh, or Live and Let Die. Or Die Another Day or Tomorrow or, Never Dies. Or License to Die. No, that, one, that isn't one of them. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah, Another Way to Die. Um... Fuck yeah, that's like the the James Bond uh, song name, but but it is not the James Bond song. It is certainly the most non-James Bondy sounding theme out there, uh, and you know sometimes that's a good thing. You know, and in this case it ain't. You know, Alicia Keys ain't uh, ain't about singing the those rock songs in in at least the old Jack White style. Um, and and he ain't really suited for for singing uh, anything. No, okay. Hey, hot take. Nah, he's good though. Uh, they're they're both great, but not in this song. It's just weird. Um. Anyway. Well, they're yeah. just fighting over each other. They're just yelling over each other. It's very disjointed. Just it's a cacophony of noise. Well, it's like you know, none of the noise belongs there. They got a bunch of different noises going on. None of it blends. It's all just uh, eh, you know. I, I like messes, but 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 this ain't a good mess. I love Alicia Keys and I love Jack White. You can't mix their styles. They don't mix. Yeah. Makes no sense. Yeah. No. Nah, no. Nah. You know, you wouldn't have like I don't know, Scatman John and Celine Dion sing a song together. <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, even though their their names flow rhyme. just about the same. Yeah. <laughs> Scatman John and Celine Dion present. Uh, man, I'm already excited. Uh-huh. Um, rest in peace, Scatman John. Uh, what about you, Greg? You right. We're talking those. about we're only talking about Sean Connery dying today, pal. No. All right, uh, all right. Um, yeah. So for me, wait, you only had one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll. Alright, I got a, uh, a half-least fave lingering around. Uh, Moonraker. What was that? That one was uh, Shirley Bassey. Yes. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of boring. No, no, no real catchiness to it. 
It, I, I guess it's the least standout song uh, for a James Bond theme that I think there is. It's not bad. It's just nothing special. I, I don't think. Yeah, it's just boring. I don't know, it's a boring song. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So, I have two dishonorable mentions. Um, All Time High. Rita Coolidge from oh. Octopussy. That's everybody's favorite James Bond movie uh, title, Octopussy. Yeah. Because they just want to say it. But, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's just a cheesy love song. It's from 1983. Uh, 1983, some would say, was the peak of music around that time, you know? Mid-80s. Like, everybody's doing cocaine and listening to good music. And this was what they had to offer. It's it's the cheesiest love song. Opens up with a cheesy-ass saxophone. And I love the saxophone. I call it the saxophone, so I love it. It's, It's great. But That's right. Didn't we say it at the last uh, podcast? We did. Nah, it's all right. They, they need to hear it again. They, you know, we, we like to have in-jokes, man. We, we like to have running gags, well, you know, for the, for the listeners, yeah, well, for we, the breakheads. We, we can't make, make uh, we got to make sure no one's missing them goodins. Yeah. Um, and this song is just, it's, you know, it's a cheesy love song, standard run-of-the-mill, uh, yacht rock sounding love song from the early 80s. Um, it sounds like it's from a decade before, you know. It yeah. It does not mix with the '80s sound. I feel like it's the kind of music they play in nursing homes or grocery stores at seven in the morning when all the old people are in there picking up their groceries, and uh, and it makes them think of, you know, ninety years ago when they were kids. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, I call it the grocery store song to beat all grocery store songs. Oh, yeah. And I feel myself getting older every time I hear it. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. That's... Yeah, I'd say uh, my, my favorite part of the song is the uh, the title. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, uh, you wouldn't be able to tell what movie it's from. Right. And so it's if certainly... you switch around the words, uh, it's it could be high all the time. Yeah. 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 It won't go there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Someone asks, uh, you say, oh, I like that all-time high song from the James Bond movie. Oh, which one? And then there's a prompt to say the phrase Octopussy again. Right. Uh, you know, it, so that, see, it's it's got some uh, purpose. All right. Anybody have a count? How many times we've said the phrase Octopussy? And we're probably up to four now. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, that'll probably be the last time we hear it, unless it's on Brennan's list, which I will be baffled if it is. But, <laughs> Alright. Um, the second dishonorable mention. Die another day. Mm. You probably thought this was going to make my top 15, didn't you? Eh, nah, not Well, for the funnies, no. I mean, we certainly had to mention it at some point. Nine-year-old me loved this song. I thought it was cool sounding. I thought it was Madonna, you know, at the peak of her electronic phase. Uh, she was really into that sound. From like the late '98-ish to um, about 2003-2004, she really embraced the the electronic music style. And uh, whether it was good or bad, that's up to the, the listener. That's up to the listener. You know, she had some great shit out came out that time. Music, uh, don't tell me, die another day. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You know, the song is okay on its own. Like I'm saying. It's kind of stupid, like, you know, analyze this. Sigmund Freud and all that shit. 
but uh, it's weird. Like, it's, it's fun. But it, it takes me out of any seriousness James Bond invokes. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, when I was nine, sweet-ass song. Cool yeah. shit. It was great hearing a James Bond theme on the radio, on pop radio at the time. But, good God, it is rough. <laughs> well, I say that's a really solid transition. Uh, coincidentally into our honorable mentions um, what do you know number 15 for Brendan is die another day now hear me out um, it sounds bad uh, you know if y'all have ever heard the song music by uh, her as well um, it's it's pretty much like music but not as good um, but how all over the place and silly, this song is. Uh, it matches the movie. Like, like I can't say that a theme has matched a movie so well in the James Bond canon as "Die Another Day" with "Die Another Day." And that's uh, that's my piece on uh, "Die Another Day." I guess, yeah. Um, and she was in the movie. Madonna no. was in the movie. Um, she's uh, she's the fencing. Yeah, Fenton Benson's. Yeah, Shout yeah. out to iCarly, if anybody ever watched that show. Yeah, do you, do you think that was her if, if when she had the uh, the mask on there? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There That's guys. how good Madonna is. That's right. She's definitely healthy enough to do it. Like, you know, she's freaking... Whatever her workout is, I would love to know, because, you know, at the age of, like, what, she's 62 right now? Yeah, something like that. She could kick anybody's ass. I, I don't care what you say. Oh, yeah. But, uh... Yeah, you know, who's to say? Yeah, you know, she, she's got better skin than me, but, uh, but I, you know, that's not hard to beat because, uh, I, I got hair covering every inch of it. Yeah, you are the Brillo pad of people. Right. <laughs> uh, that's All a new right. one. That's a new one, yeah. You can put that down on your bio. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, my next honorable mention, uh, For Your Eyes Only by Sheena Easton from, uh, what was that movie called there? Yes. For your you eyes only. Of the same name. <laughs> I I know I'm just being. Dead. Um, you know, I can't really say a terribly huge amount of uh, about it. I feel like I've only heard it a couple of times. I just really liked it. Um, nice nice middle of the road sound. Uh, pretty. Um, I I quite honestly do not remember how it goes, but I know that I liked it more than like all the ones that didn't make the list. Like a lot more than all time high. <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, yeah. There, there's my next one, and then uh, Golden Eye. Now, I've said before that I kind of hate the Golden Eye theme. So what number is that? Thirteen. This is thirteen here. Well, you son of a bitch. Oh uh, yeah. We will. We will get on to that. That was also my thirteen. Well, she. So, nice. That's very entertaining. I like yeah, that. it is. But yeah, say your piece. Um, yeah, I, uh, Tina Turner's voice going on in here, uh, you know, golden eye, you know, the, I, I'm not down with that very much, but you know what, on the last, like, uh, what, chorus of it or whatever, uh, you know, she, she really does some impressive shit going oh, yeah. on, she, she hits some notes, 
that's her so. strength. That's where she. That's where she really nailed it at the end. But um, yeah, and uh, we'll come back to this. Yeah, right. And, and as a as a song, didn't uh, the old Bono and the Edge throw this one together? That's right, Bono himself yeah. and the Edge, not Edge. The yeah, edge. Yeah, the edge, you know. And, and those, those fellers, you know, they're they're good at music, you know. I would love to hear their take on a James Bond thing. That would have been fun. Yeah, man, it was golden. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, yeah, nah, nah. So all around, yo, know, I, I cannot say that I dislike this song. Um, I, I was always just turned off by the vocals as a kid. But, uh, hey, hey, you know, got that critical ear. Um, Tina Turner is listening to this days. right now, and she is contemplating kicking your ass. Tina Turner, I've come around, you, you sound good. It's okay. Uh, number th- uh, 12, 12 here of uh, Honorable Mention Zone, The Living Daylights by Aha. Uh, Aha, you know, known for Take On Me. Uh, this this song, you know, it sounds good. Everything going on, production, all that shit, it sounds good. It's got the little, little hints of the uh, of the James Bond sound going on. Yeah, there's some strings hidden in there, some honks. Uh, but it's mostly just like a semi-dancey, you know, uh, electronic-ish, producey pop, uh, song there. Um, and, and what puts it so, like, not close to, to the top of the list is, I don't know, the vocal delivery has, it, it ain't doing it for me. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think, like, it's got good words and everything, but not, not that energy that I'm, that I'm craving. Um, and then my last honorable mention... You know, Goldfinger. Gotta say Goldfinger. Shirley Bassey. Uh, damn, you know, I, I can't say that I'm in love with this song, but it's very signature. It's like the James Bond song. And, uh, like, a you bunch... You my notes? Yeah. Dodgy. <laughs> uh, well, like, a bunch of James Bond songs allude to this. I feel like I heard the... In, like, three other ones, at least. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's important that, that, that's the, the tag that I throw on Goldfinger and, and you know, it, it don't sound bad. So, uh, yeah. Oh, and she does the good old screaming, uh, at the very end there, some, some real high ass note, you know, so that's a, that's a good conclusion. Ends real strong. All right. Good list. Uh, three of your songs are also on, or, Yeah. Three of your honorable mentions were three of my honorable mentions. Oh, uh, shit. That's yeah. crazy. Usually the honorable mentions never uh, match up. Right. But uh, well, There yeah. was only 25 damn songs to pick from, Seth. That's right. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Number 15. Uh, and, oh, there's one song that I omitted from this list that you're going to be baffled by. Ooh. You're not going to believe it. I'm not going to believe it. But you'll, yeah. It's probably my number one. No, no, probably. Well, I am maybe. Knowing you, I, I guess I'm not going to spoil ones. anything right now, but uh, uh, we'll we'll see. No, all right. Um, let's see here. Uh, mm, yeah. So n- the living daylights, <laughs> the living daylights number fifteen. Mm. Uh, it's it's a very urgent song, you know. Yeah. You feel like you're in danger. Oh, yeah. And uh, I love that little... A little bit of synth guitar sound there. Uh, it's a great, great 80s sound. Very fun. You know, it's like he's doing a David Bowie impression. Yeah. Hey, drive away, where you going? You know, like, I don't know. I just... That's the, that's the like, vibes I get from him. 
But uh, would have loved to hear like a Depeche Mode or a Tears for Fears uh, Bond theme. And this is where I would have put it. You know, I feel like 1987, that would have been their prime, like, pa-pow. Yeah, for, but, for both, all three right? of these bands. And they're two British bands. Uh, Aha's from, I think, Norway or something like that. Yeah. But, well, that uh, makes them pretty cool. <laughs> nah, nah. Nah. So anyways, yeah, I don't know. That's just a personal thing. But I, I wanted to throw that in there because I feel like that, those are two bands that would have had a ridiculous Bond thing. Is yeah. what it is. And 87 would have been the time to do it. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. We don't live in the past, so. <laughs> uh, number 14, No Time to Die. Now, I'm not going to lie. I was really impressed with this song. I'm not a huge Billie Eilish guy myself. Uh, I really don't care for most modern music. But when this came out, I was really hyped. Um, a lot of people were like, ew, Billie Eilish, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and I was like, no, you know what? Let's let's see what she can do. And uh, it's it's a depressing, dark, beautiful song. Uh, with with the, that string section, man, fucking love it. Uh, take it out of context. You know, take the Bond shit away from it. Still a good song. I mean, I, I almost think it's a better song without the Bond context. I mean, it, it sounds like a very good standalone. I, I like it. Um, I, it. Spoiler, it doesn't appear on my list. So I'm, I'm just saying uh, my thing about it right here. But yeah. um, doesn't at the very end it have some kind of... Like something yeah. like that. Well, the, you know, yeah. yeah, so see, that's one of those uh, callbacks to the older uh, songs there. But... You know, I just, I haven't had enough time to digest it as a song uh, in the, you know, pantheon of James Bond themes. So, you know, if you ask me a year from now, does it serve to be higher? Maybe. I just don't know. But I had to put it on the list. Yeah. I had to put it on the list because it, it is that damn good. Oh, yeah. Uh, my number 13 as well, Goldeneye, Tina Turner. You know her. You love her. Miss Tina Turner herself. Um, my favorite James Bond movie is Goldeneye, as everybody knows. Uh, but in in terms of theme songs, like it hits the middle of the list for me. You know, it's not my favorite by any means, and it's not my least favorite. It's it's just there. Um, Tina Turner to me seems about she was ten years too late, and what I mean by that is. She was, like, at her commercial peak, kind of in the mid-80s. She had that career renaissance um, after leaving Ike Turner. And everybody was, like, on the Tina train. And so I feel like 83 would have been the perfect time uh, for Tina Turner to have a James Bond theme. And what I mean by that is if you took All Time High out of Octopussy and had <laughs> Tina Turner sing whatever song, you know, that she would have made or that they would have made for her, that would have been perfect. Yeah. And I, I just hate that song so much, so I don't know. That's That'll probably be the last time you hear me bitch about that song. But in terms of 1995, it just didn't feel like the vibe didn't fit with me. It's a cool, like, I don't know. I don't even know what kind of song you would describe it as. It's not really poppy or jazzy too much, but, like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's got the... T- 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 yeah, uh, it's uh, you know maybe like a little jazzy. Music. What? L- like waiting music you or know, snake like wait- music? 
yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, shout out to Rick and Morty. Um, if you guys have heard the song, you'll know what we're talking about. Um, I personally like like We Don't Need Another Hero from Mad Max, or uh, you know, What's Love Got to Do? I like I like you know, when she's hitting those freaking notes and showing her power and her range. And with Goldeneye, just it's too subtle, too subtle, Tina, for me. Yeah, subtle Tina. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, like you said, Bono and The Edge uh, wrote that. And shout out to you two. We'll do an episode with you two uh, one of these days about you two, not with them, obviously. Oh yeah. They love the show, but they're too far away to do it. So. Oh yeah. Um. Number 12, For Your Eyes Only. Uh, I'm not copying oh, you, pal. Oh, shit, man. But it's pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, from the film of the same name. You know, it's it's in the same token as All Time High. Like, yeah. like it's the same idea, same concept. Yep. Very sappy love song. I love you, James Bond. You know, that kind of <laughs> shit. But, like, there's something about it. That it just gets to me. That's why I uh, like why I don't remember so much what it sounds like because I listen to that one right next to All Time High and I'm like, well, I know I like this one more. <laughs> exactly, and that's the funny thing about it. Um, you know, I, I call it a guilty pleasure song because that's what it feels like to me. Uh, it's very you know early '80s um, AM radio type shit where uh, you know like your Christopher Crosses and uh, your Michael McDonald's stuff like that. And, uh, I don't know, I just love that Sheena Easton voice. She's, you know, oh, yeah. we, we love that 9 to 5 morning train song, as everybody knows. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, this one is just, it's it's a damn fun standalone song. And uh, my last honorable mention, License to Kill, by oh, yeah. the great Gladys Knight. Um, fans of The Masked Singer, uh will remember her from being on The Masked Singer and, you know, also from her career. But that's, like, the last thing that she did that people would recognize her from, the main, you know, stream audience. Yeah. And uh, what a talented woman, I'll tell you. Freaking going out there in her, you know, early 80s, freaking kicking ass. Um, it's, it's like an R&B song, very uh, sexy, like a powerful, great build to it. Um, great late 80s mood you know I like watching it and I'm like yeah that is exactly the type of song that they would put at the end of an 80s action flick oh yeah um, she just she brings it you know she brings it with her and personally I know that she doesn't really care for that song um, ah. you know personally she doesn't like the sexual tones of it uh, but man when, when she recorded it she really brought she brought it. She delivered, and she kicked ass. Uh, great song for a great movie. Um, but, yeah, just, I don't know. I, I had to put that one on the list. It's a great song. Oh, yeah. I appreciate it a lot more as an adult than I did as a kid. Because I remember listening to it as a kid, and I'm like, this is just cheesy shit. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, what a coincidence. I, uh... Break us into the number tens here. I mean, the top ten. Uh, my number ten is License to Kill. So, uh, yeah, we we might do that a time or two again. Bear with us. There's only 25 movies. 
Um, yeah, yeah, no, you know, can't say too much more than him, you know, this is when the real, uh, you know, ballad, power ballad with big drums sound is, like, going on big time. Um, so it's, it's got that nice, uh, big, big sound to it. Uh, and I think it's a little referential of Goldfinger. Yeah. Yeah, d- doesn't it, uh, melody? also have, uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, exactly. So, it's got, it's very James Bond, very with the times, oh, uh, yeah. at the time. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's my number 10. Oh, favorite movie, by the way, just gotta remind everyone, License to Kill, you know? Very, uh, you know, not too edgy song for a pretty edgy movie. So you got that good old contrast. Ain't no die another day. <laughs> All right. Um, the world is not enough for me. Number ten. Mm. By garbage. You're probably thinking my opinion's garbage right now because you're like, oh, this deserves to be a fire. But um, yeah, I don't know. It it is where it is. Oh yeah. Uh, it's it's a dark, sensual song. Um. And of course, as everybody knows, well, no, probably not. People are like, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, the beginning sounds like the song Superstar by The Carpenters. Oh, yeah. Whole damn thing so, sounds like it. It's if you're damn. very curious as to what we're talking about, go go look those up. Uh, it will change your life. And you'll be like, holy shit. But, you know, it's a, it's a fun song. It's got a great build to it. Uh, great chorus. Uh, I love Shirley Manson. You know, I, I think she's got a great... Great voice uh, for the 90s, man. Like, just, I don't know. He had a great sound. Um, and this this would have been right around the time that I was really starting to get into James Bond. And uh, so this was one of those songs that I would listen to all the time as a kid. And it was one of the first James Bond movies I got. I got that for Christmas in 2001. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, number nine, uh, You Know My Name by Chris Cornell. Now, is that one, that's the, uh, Casanova Royale one there? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Daniel, switching up actors, you got a whole new vibe going on. Um, and, you know, it's a very, pretty rocking one right there. Um, again, the exact sound and melody of it is fleeing me, but I remember liking the melody. And, uh, freaking Chris Cornell, one of the best singers ever. Um, he got his shit down in this song here. Uh, and, ah, penis, man. I, I do not remember jack about it except that i liked it enough to put it at number nine um how about you greg you you got any uh any nineage uh yeah you know i just want to say um i did not have that song on my list i I love chris cornell the late great chris cornell but um it's a james bond theme like i just didn't didn't speak to me yeah, I, I guess uh, mo- more as a song in general, you know. I can't say it's the most James Bondy one out there, but but in you know all together, I it's a good good worth a listen. Yeah, uh, I wasn't a huge fan of the chorus to be honest with you. It was very forgettable. You know, I you know I, I guess I did hear myself myself say you know maybe I would change something up about the chorus specifically. Yeah. But um, it, it was almost my fifteen. 
Yeah. It was almost my 15th, then I realized what uh, my list was missing, and I had to play some juggling. <laughs> I was mm. like, oh, fuck. So, um, yeah. my number nine is You Only Live Twice by Nancy Sinatra uh, yeah. from the movie of the same name. Um, if anybody's ever listened to the song Millennium by Robbie Williams, not Robin Williams, oh, but uh, but Robbie Williams from England, from London, England. I don't, I don't think he's from London. I just, yeah. Anyways, uh, those are the same melody. Uh, they use the same song. Like, yeah. But this one is, uh, it has an Eastern flavor. Uh, you know, they try to sound Japanese in it. Whatever yeah. that sounds like. But uh, it's a sultry song. It's a classic. Uh, it's not my favorite of the Connery Bond themes. But it's you know right in the middle of the road there. Uh, it's strong and beautiful. Um, funny movie, too, if you ever watched You Only Live Twice. It's uh, very funny to watch. Oh, yeah. Very, very absurd. O- Over-the-top goofy shit. So it's probably a chase or two in there. Uh, there's gotta be. Well, wasn't there like a really long one? Oh yeah. Not to be confused with the the ten minute boat chase in uh, Live and Let Die. There, you know? Yeah. Oh, ten, that was only ten minutes. I thought it was more. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it actually was more than that. Ah, damn. All right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Good number nine. Uh, number eight. Thunderball by Tom Jones. Now you'd think being being Tom Jones' biggest fan uh, over here. Nah, I'm not. I'm not that. Uh, Big fan, I'm sure is uh, <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, because he slept with a lot of people. All right, um, that, that this would be my number one. Um, but but nay, nay, you know I like it. It's got that very signature at the beginning, and so that's um, you know when 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 we're starting to catch on to uh, the James Bond songs having a real real formula and, and feel to all of them. Um, and, and he gets that shit down, you know. Fantastic voice. Hits a ridiculous note at the very end of the song. And I'm like, oh, jeez, man. I didn't think he was going to hit it that hard. But, uh, but man, he does it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think he almost passed out uh, recording that. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it, you know. Hey, everyone got to give this uh, one a listen here. Um, thun- Thunderball. My number eight, Writings on the Wall by Sam Smith. Mm. Uh, in the same vein as Skyfall, songs are very similar to me. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we like to joke here at the regular show that Sam Smith is one of those cry singers. <laughs> uh, when he sings, he sounds like he's crying. Maybe that's just me. I don't know, but... And maybe that'll change it, the way you listen it, to him. It ain't a bad thing, folks. He just sounds like he's crying when he sings. So think about that next time you listen to a Sam Smith song. But um, it's a beautiful, beautiful string piano song. Uh, it's got the classic Bond feel. And it's the perfect combination of mystery and romance with a bombastic chorus. Yeah, it's uh, it's got like minimal, minimal percussion, very stripped down. If I risk it all, would you break my fall? 
Uh, damn, do we, right. do we have Michael McDonald in the building here? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's good shit. I just, uh, I really like it. Um, I was really happy when Sam Smith was announced to do this song. And for me, you know, it was exactly what I expected. Hit the nail on the head. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think it won an Academy Award as well. Um, for song of the year. Yeah, uh, or, uh, I, yeah. yeah. For, for a movie, yeah. But what do I know? I'm just, a, I'm just a great guy. Yeah, I just work here. So, number seven. Number seven. Live and Let Die, by uh, Wings. Not to be confused with uh, Guns and Roses. All right. Um, you know this song is all over the place. Hey, you know I, it's another one that matches right up to the movie. Movie's pretty all over the place. Wacky movie. Um, you know it's. Everyone's heard "Live and Let Die." It's like the song of all the uh, of all the James Bond ones that you're probably gonna hear on the classic rock radio every day. Uh, but it's you know it's that damn good. You know it uh, maintains the orchestral you know deal going on. It's got the urgency. Uh, it's got a little little you know five seconds of reggae in the middle. You know so that's kind of weird. But you know it, I, th- I think it all fits. You know I, I never turned down some reggae. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's just about it. Really liked it as a kid. Very, you know, you, you, you put it on for a kid, they're just gonna freaking love that shit. Um, oh, yeah. Then, uh, yeah, yeah, that's my number seven, Live and Let Die. Uh, my number seven is Goldfinger. Mmm. Yes, by the great Shirley Bassey. Um, you know, it's a jazzy pop song. Uh, it's got a strong hard-hitting theme like it's it's just like the film you know just you watch it like oh yeah this, well, I'm watching Goldfinger right now because not only because she's telling me that I'm watching Goldfinger but you know she's telling you about Goldfinger too right he's the man with the Midas touch uh, spider's touch I don't that makes no sense but uh, yeah it yeah. makes him spooky I guess well if you heard his accent it was pretty <laughs> bad so anyways um you know, it's it's the per- she had the perfect voice for for a James Bond theme. No, oh, yeah. Um, and this is usually the song that they go to when they're making fun of uh, James Bond, um, parodies and references, things like that. Uh, and that final note, you know, he loves God. Yeah. Um, I think she almost passed out doing that too, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. I don't know, but that's you know those are just rumors I hear. I I wasn't there at the recording studio, um, but what a friggin' powerful song. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's you know we pretty much covered all the bases for that one. Oh yeah. Um, number six, a view to a kill, Duran Duran. Um. From the movie of the same title, another all over the place uh, movie. Um, yeah, we we've already talked about it. You know, old man's walking stunt double, all, all the good stuff about uh, this movie. There's horses in it. I mean, shit doesn't get better than that. And I'll tell you right now, spoiler alert: this is the one that didn't make my list. Oh, that's Which, weird. I know that's a huge surprise. Not even number fifteen. Alright, um, nah, nah, but, uh, hey, I, I get it, you know, it's like, it's the most, 
one of them that's uh, close to being a good standalone. Uh, I mean, it is a good standalone because, like, hey, it's got that good, good poppy, urgent sound and the and the honks and stuff. So you know, it's signature James Bond feel. But but I mean, it's it's Duran Duran flavored because it's them. Yeah, and uh, you know who else is in this movie? Uh, is is he here today? Wow, the Foo Fighters and uh, James Bond. You're uh, you're crazy, man. What? Don't kill me, please. Yeah. <laughs> I have a family of horses. All right. I fuck my horses. Okay. All right, All right. gang. All right. You know, you, you can fuck a boat. Um, hey, call back to episode, what was that, three, four, five? Yeah, I, yeah. good times. That was what was Sherman? Oh, yeah, Sherman. We saw uh, Sherman earlier. We did. Our man Sherman. Yeah, man. I was on the couch. He was He was on the couch, and I've... Okay, don't don't finish that story. Um, <laughs> hey. All right, all right, yeah. All right, view um, to a kill, huh? View to a kill, yeah, yeah. No, just you know, dance into the fire. Uh, yeah. You know, that's how the chorus begins. Yeah. And uh, freaking, yeah, yeah. You know, and that that just reminds us uh, that the James Bond movie themes, a lot of them, you know, turn into love songs. They just kind of fit the uh, the song the um. The title of the movie in there, but like a lot of the time, it's just barely about the movie. It's right. just a good sounding song. Yeah, and then they throw the name of the movie into the song, like somewhere. <laughs> it's a view to a kill. You're watching a view to a kill. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, that yeah yeah no good good, eh, not good movie for everybody. But like if you I like it. bad movies, like you're gonna have a good time. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but good song. Duran Duran, can't go wrong. Number six, Thunderball. Back-to-back mm. -back movies, back-to-back -back songs. Yeah. Um, Tom Jones, everybody knows him, everybody loves him. You know, what's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. It's not unusual and such. But, uh, yeah, I love that classic trumpet. <laughs> you know, yeah. Oh man, it's so good. Um, yeah. Oh god. He always runs while others walk. He acts while other men just talk. He looks at this world and wants it all. So he strikes <laughs> like Thunderball. And uh, now, uh, now, what is Thunderball in this movie? It's the name of the boat. I think. <laughs> Yeah, I guess if I got hit by a boat, that would that would be a pretty bad time. No, it's not the name of the boat. Uh, fuck. Uh, um, is, it, is it like a weapon system, uh, like, a, like a like a golden eye or whatever? Ah, uh, yeah. no, Thunderball, Thunderball. So that's what that uh, Pikachu does there, right? From yeah. Uh, Pokemon. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But it ain't important. It's, uh, I don't know. Just Thunderball, yeah. That's the yeah Google, what, what's Thunderball? And if a, a James Bond movie comes up as the answer, you know, fuck Google. Yeah, I think <laughs> it was just like the name of a plan or something. Oh, okay. Sounds like a pretty pretty devious plan right there. But, but anyway. uh, yeah, you know, and and so that's two final note songs, two songs in a row, you know, where they're just like, yeah! Yeah. And, um... And I love it because he's like warning us. Tom Jones is warning us in that song. Hmm. And uh, yeah, you don't screw around with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then just fucking Tom Jones people. So 
Yeah, number five. Number five. The World Is Not Enough by Garbage. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's got the freaking, what, does, isn't the, uh, orchestral stuff going on this, like, a recording from 20 years earlier or something like that? Aren't they, uh, sampling that up, or is that, you know, full-on full, full on original noises? Do we know, uh... I don't folks? know. Yeah, something like that, because it's got the, it's got the melodies going on there of a, of a classic James Bond deal, but, you know, it's got the, it's got the beats and the singing and all that that just ain't, uh... You know, it, it's its own original thing. Um, uh, what what? It's uh, an industrial kind of sound. Yeah, like a Moby-ish type uh, sound. You know, Moby. Shout out to Moby. Made one of those James Bond themes. Forgot which movie specifically Remix. it was featured in. Um, yeah, but uh, so you know, good good shit check out uh i like to score you know moby album that appears on got a lot of stuff from movies in there that he made um yeah yeah uh, freaking what, what was that the world is not enough yeah i like it <laughs> cool no. all right <laughs> uh um, number five for me nobody does it better uh other than the other four songs that are ahead of on the list oh uh, yeah uh, yeah, Nobody Does It Better by Carly Simon from the film The Spy Who Loved Me. Um, it's a love song, you know. It's yeah. it's the first uh, of four films in a row to have a love song for the theme. Oh, yeah. You know, that, I thought I was hearing a theme when I was going through them in order. Yeah. Uh, but this is my favorite of the four. I'd say it's the best of the four. It's uh, one of the biggest Bond themes in terms of radio play and lasting power influence. Yeah. Um, you know, Carly Simon-wise is, you know, top three for me. Uh, not Mockingbird. <laughs> Mock. Yeah. Um, you know, she was a great choice. Uh, it could have it gone a different direction. 1977, you know, you're looking around the beginning of Disco. Yeah. The world's shittiest music genre. Whoa, buddy, whoa. And so I'm really, I'm glad that they decided to go and do the love ballad uh, instead. <laughs> uh, you don't want to just go James Bond? Uh, no, I yeah, mean, if you listen to the score of uh, The Spy Love Me, there's a little bit of that in the score, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, that's pretty much all i got to say. Yeah, no, well, uh, well, hey, my number four is nobody does it better. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Can you believe we live in the same house, guys? You know, you, you wouldn't think that we'd share some, uh, some uh, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, nobody does it better uh, than this song. Uh, fuck, than Carly Simon. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't say too much more than what Greg said. You know, it's got a very big feel to it. Very extravagant song. Uh, you know, she, she and the backing instrumental blend damn good, you know, no, nobody is like, you know, showing off to death, it is just a balanced, well-written, uh, good-feeling song, um, put, puts, puts you in the good, good happy, um, yeah, yeah, that's my, that's my number four. Excellent. My number four. And my favorite of the Pierce Brosnan uh, themes, uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, mm. Cheryl Crow, from the film of the same name, 
Uh, it just if it hits, he's like, bam, 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 and uh, and it's a, it's a pretty sexy song, you know. Cheryl Crow has one of those voices like Honey, and uh, she really just she kills it here. Very underrated. I feel like in the in the discussion of James Bond themes, people really sleep on this one a lot. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I just I love it. It's it's a classic. It has great build. Uh, and as far as I'm concerned, it's the best part of that film. Which I know that's pretty controversial saying that, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, it's not a bad James Bond movie. I just feel like after the beginning, it kind of just goes all downhill. Well, I mean, when you got uh, Goldeneye and uh, The World Is Not Enough and Die Another Day to compare it to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at least Die Another Day kept thing. my attention. Tomorrow Never Dies is just kind of, uh, it's, it's long. It's a long movie, that's what I'll say. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the movie, there's a great song called Surrender by uh, everybody's favorite, K.D. Lang. Mm. Uh, you got to listen to that one because that's pretty good too. Oh, yeah. But... Uh, yeah, I'm more of a riding the rails guy myself. <laughs> I, I know you are. All right. Go look up Riding the Rails by Katie Lang if you have the chance, and you'll know what we're talking about. Yeah, I know whenever I have the chance, I mention it on this podcast. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, Tomorrow Never Dies, great song. Oh, yeah. Number three. Number three. Uh, another Shirley Bassey, Diamonds Are Forever. Uh, now I thought going into the song like oh I remember hearing like a little bit you know just the freaking diamonds are forever you know and uh, I heard th- think Kanye sampled that in one of his songs he did with uh, he with Jay Z right you know yeah the, he did not win the election yeah he he didn't guys you know I whoever uh, we thought it was going to be close but you know, uh, no very sorry to break the news to you folks yeah it's um, astonishing but. But it's a good ass song that gets sampled in, you know. Uh, but also the song itself. Um, I did not think that I liked it as much as I did. It's got like a nice part in the middle where it's getting pretty groovy. It's very groovy for a little bit. Um, well, it's 1971, so. Yeah, like like I don't know. Th- this song has got his shit down. Whoever you know, whoever threw it, you know, together compositionally, you know, you know, freaking did it right. You know, this is balanced. You know. She, I, you know, I can't say she's putting on the the hardest screaming performance that she's got, but you know, lyrically, you know, it's freaking uh, what I, I don't need you. I got diamonds because they don't do this stuff. That's bad, you know. And I mean, I can always get down with that sentiment, you know, materialism over people. Sure. <laughs> sure. Great message. Great message to have. Oh yeah, but freaking I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm into this song. Uh, diamonds are forever. You know, m- more so the song than the movie. <laughs> right, yeah, pretty shitty movie, but so yeah, um, number three, "Live and Let Die," Paul McCartney and Wings, uh, film with the same name, great rock song, weird reggae breakdown right in the middle of it, but uh, you know right. what? It's great. I don't mind it. Um, I don't really care for the Guns and Roses cover. <laughs> if you wanna, when you were young and you are. What in your big book? You know that. Axel Rose is in the house. <laughs> but if this ever changes your world. Alright, we're All good. Right. Uh, yeah, it, it is what it is. Um, This is the song that I've probably heard the most in mainstream uh, radio and, you know, personally as well. 
I yeah. think out of all of the James Bond songs out there, this is the one I've heard the most. Um, loved it as a kid. Freaking loved the movie. Loved the song. Just the total package. Uh, my favorite Beatle. I love Paul McCartney. Yeah, um, yeah. He's great. I don't know. I just, you know, love that Fall You song that came out yes. a couple years ago. Sorry, speaking of Fall You... As the late, great John Lennon said, uh, Paul McCartney makes songs for grannies. And <laughs> also, um, you know what's funny? I'm thinking about it right now. Imagine people like children who discovered Paul McCartney <laughs> through the song Fuh You and nothing else. Because yeah. you know there has to be somebody out there who did that. Yeah. And I am just fucking baffled. That's me as a parent. But that's the kind of world we live in today. And uh, folks, educate your kids on music. Show them the good shit. Yeah. Do not let them discover a 76-year-old man through a, a weird fucking song. Oh, hey, son. You, here's one of the most influential artists of, of mine and, and your grandparents and your great-grandparents. Uh, you know, hey, day. Uh, it's called Fu You. <laughs> Here it is. Yeah. <sighs> oh, fuck. Sorry. I'm tired. Um, great song. Number two. Number two. This song sure ain't a number two. Probably said that on every podcast. Uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. Cheryl Crow there. Um, you know, again, as Greg said, it's good. <laughs> um, yeah, it's got damn passion in that chorus going there. You know, you got the nice dynamic difference, kind of chill and, uh, you know, forward uh, verses to the that damn good chorus um and and yeah yeah shit i i don't know if i have much more to say about it you you hit the you hit the nail on the thing yo oh yeah cheryl crow much love you know uh and she's got songs where she's screaming like this uh you know leaving las vegas hard on the ears not a fan of that song but uh but in this one i i think she's doing it damn good um about it it's about it on on the number two there how about you son skyfall mmm yeah Adele from the film skyfall uh, it's my favorite Daniel Craig movie um, I love Casino Royale but uh, I don't know I just think that uh, it's it's freaking magical yeah and uh, good I am I am I just wanted to make sure it was my favorite Daniel Craig on the list Oh uh, yeah, I was like, list, yeah, yeah. got to be, you know, got to be continuous. But uh, <laughs> I love Adele; she's great. She's you know probably one of my favorite artists of the last ten years. Um, this is the perfect James Bond song. Yeah, uh, it's dark and brooding at the beginning. Uh, it's kind of sexy, not in a gross way, but a fancy, classy way. Uh, I can't say enough good things about it. Um, you know, and it's funny that they had Adele and then Sam Smith back to back, because uh, I think they complement each other, their music and uh, their Englishness and all that shit. But, yeah, but yeah, and this also won uh, an Academy Award. Uh, so that's two, you know, two films back to back with uh, Academy Award winning. Oh yeah, yeah, I, you know, I I liked both of those songs there. I. Uh... I'd, I'd say, you know, when they came out, you know, me, me being a, a bleak, angry kid, 
Well, it, it wasn't very long ago. 2012? Um, <laughs> uh, I was like, I'm on to your James Bond song formula. I ain't gonna like it. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, like, I mean, now, you know, I can take a step back and be like, no, th- those are a couple damn good songs. Uh, you know, Writings on the Wall and The Skyfall and Thunderball and Y'all. Alright, I'm just rhyming. Um, yeah, good good one. Um, yeah. Number that one. That brings us to number one, Brendan. Cracking into the Slim Jim. It's uh, You Only Live Twice by Nancy Sinatra there. I can't believe it. Yeah, I you know, and it ain't just because I love Millennium so much. You know, that, well, that ain't helps. even part of it. Um, this song is so fucking pretty. Like, I don't know, it's got, you know, instrumentally bunch of different shit going on. You know, I can't even name all the stuff happening there. But there is a lot of care into this production. Very original melodies going on all over the place. Uh, you know, it the, the singing and the instrumental are not fighting over each other. They are complimenting each other damn good. And, and I, I put my good stamp of, of James Bond on this song right here. Um, yeah. All right. There it is. Um... I'm actually very surprised that you didn't put the James Bond theme. Oh, is that your number one? It has to be. That's the law. We're doing the top ten James Bond themes of all time. I mean, by a technicality, I suppose that is a a theme to a, like, the singular theme to a movie with a Dr. No, right? It went right in with the, with that one. Yeah. Um, What, you know, what, what else can I say? It's iconic. It's been done a million different ways. Used everywhere. Not even in James Bond movies. You hear it in other movies. Yeah. And TV shows and funny shit. It's a damn good song. Uh, you know, everybody knows it. Everybody loves it. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that's that's the list. Um, Sean Connery's passing is, is kind of weird. I did a TikTok last week doing a terrible Sean Connery impression and then Three days later, he's gone. And uh, oh my God, Greg, you did it! It's just it's sad. Um, I, you know, he's friggin' 90, 90 years old, so it's not like, uh, yeah, yeah. I but I just it's it's sad. Um, I don't know what else was well, I gonna say. You know, I just, know, you know, there, well, what's do you the, have anything uh, else you wanna say? There's a part of one of those movies. Uh, he's underwater. His toupee's coming off. It's pretty funny. Yeah, but, it is pretty funny. Um, he had to wear a toupee in every single one of the James Bond movies after Doctor No. Yeah, he's got uh, he's got that me hair going on. He did, he did. Strange ways. Oh uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, you ever want to have a good extra good time while watching a James Bond movie? Uh, have us sitting there uh, over your shoulder just uh, commentarying it. Yeah. Uh, you you won't regret. Yeah, we we won't be annoying as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um. Folks, you know, it's it's that time of year. Um, it's getting cold outside. It's getting crazy outside. Uh, good. Be good to each other, you know. Have some patience. Uh, it's, it's been a crazy 12 months. And us at the regular show, we want to thank you all for listening each and every week. Or not listening each and every week. Uh, yeah, even or, if you've only listened to one episode, we really appreciate the support. And we hope that... You're thoroughly entertained week in and week out, and uh, we love you all. We, we really appreciate it. Um, 
I don't know. That's... Yeah, you know, if, if you're listening only the weeks when Brendan's on, I mean, I, I don't uh, blame you. I'm pretty good. Okay. All right. Uh, perfect. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, just uh, be safe out there, folks. And, uh, you know, we hope we hope you enjoy the show. Uh, we appreciate everything. Um, Seacrest out.